0: have tried to have some new things, and we've had some old traditional things. We sing that song nearly every year. I remember the first time, I probably say this every year, but we were over on the old side, and Jason Rose sat down with his guitar and started picking that song and played it. It is my all-time favorite song, and it's my favorite when he sings it it's a tradition it's something that when I hear it I remember and it comes back and there are other people who they would hear him sing and they would say well he's a good singer and it wouldn't mean that much to him but it means a lot to me it's tradition it's family it's church it's going through life together and things mean more and that's what we do I heard Avery and Colin singing a song I had never heard before and it Cut me to my heart. I love it. I don't even know the name of it, but I love it. I love it. And it's okay to have new, but it's okay to have the old tradition. And it's okay to have both together. We need both. Today, we want to talk about what it is to remember, and we're going to read the Christmas story and uh, pray that... uh, that it speaks to us one more time Uh, so let's stand in honor of God's word we're going to be in Luke 2 chapter 1 I mean verse 1 chapter 2 of Luke in those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken in the entire Roman world this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria and everyone went to his own town to register so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and he was expecting a child, and she was to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. you will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger and this is my part that just is something else suddenly a great company of the heavenly host and we sang about this this morning appeared with the angel praising god and saying glory to god in the highest in the amplified bible it says troops of angels an army of angels and in my mind i just think that maybe it was all the angels And I'm telling you, that would have been something spectacular to have seen. And they are not saying, glory to God in the highest. They are shouting, and it is loud. And they, they know what has happened. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Father, I pray today that you would help us to remember. And Father, I pray that not only would we be people who would remember, but we would be people who would understand what you have done for us and that we would not keep it to ourselves, but that we would share it with others. What you have done, that we would proclaim like the angels proclaim, the answer has come, the Savior has come, what we have longed for has come. And I pray today, Father, that we would proclaim that with equal enthusiasm to those who do not know you. And we ask that you would just come and speak your word today, and we ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. How do you remember Christmas? I'm sure that if I ask you, probably each of you have something you do the same every year. You probably have passed down things and, and uh, traditions from year to year. I was uh, walking through my house, and, and I've had uh, the the joy of having my kids back in the house with us over the past few days. Some of you may not even know that I have other kids than Landon and Lindsay. Luke is here, uh, but... Uh, he, also I've got, I've got two words. I got one word for you as to why he's not here this morning, girlfriend. You know, I mean, that's it. He he had to go see his girlfriend, and uh, and her family. And so, many of you may not know Lacy, but la- stand up, Lacy. I just want this is my oldest daughter, Lacy. She's not the favorite. Lindsay's the favorite, but this is Lacy. She's married to Josh. He's holding kale. And so Josh isn't going to stand up. But she has four kids. They live in Little Rock, Arkansas. And uh, they've been in the house this last few days. And I heard uh, Cindy uh, talking to one of the little girls in the house. And she said, your mom and daddy, I mean your mother, when, he, when she was little, this is something that we started doing. And she was telling the different things. And, and now we're getting, we're getting old. And our decorations are old. You know, they were they were new, you're, you're, and she said, your mommy and dad, your mommy used to buy me a new figurine every year for this particular nativity that she has. She has this big nativity, and this nativity is part of our tradition. I don't know what your tradition is, but we have tradition, and tradition helps us to remember, and it helps... When my kids walk in our house, they know that it's going to be decorated, and they know that there's going to be things that we do, and there's tradition there, and the tradition brings our mind back to what we're trying to remember here. And tradition can be fun, and tradition can be serious. But tradition helps us to remember. And God says, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, remember, remember, remember. Because like what Tammy talked about this morning, we are prone to pull away. We are prone to, we get uh, apathetic, uh, or sometimes we just get pathetic and we just pull away. And we are prone to that, and so we are prone to wonder, and we tend to at times, we do really well following the Lord. But then we kind of fade off, and I think everybody can... Can relate to that. And that is why God tells us and His Word tells us to remember. And it's just to warn us that sometimes we pull away. And I want to warn you this morning that our culture, there is a movement in our culture uh, to move away from remembering. There is a movement in our culture, and it's kind of uh, low key. But they are trying to remove tradition out of culture. Because if we forget who we are, then we forget or we forget where we've been, then we forget who we are. And so in your homes, I want to encourage you to have some things that are always the same. So that you can go back to them and so that you can remember. And we, uh, uh, we want to remember what we're talking about. Now... I'm not, against, I'm not against new things. We sang some songs this morning that I'd never sang before. And you know what? I liked them. We heard, I heard words this morning about the same story, and I loved them. I mean, I'm not against those things. But there are some things that we, whatever we do, we need to do them to help us remember. And traditions help us to remember. There's songs that we sing. When we sing, O Holy Night... I don't know what it is, but it gets me every time. It gets me every time, and it takes me to a place where I can remember. When we have children's programs, uh, it, it makes me remember. When uh, Tammy was talking about the people who have gone before and taught me, I remember when I was a kid and my Sunday school teachers pouring their lives into me and traditions that we had at our church, And I remember those things. When we light the candles, when we have uh, Christmas parties at church, when we have family celebrations, those traditions help us to remember. And in this book, Luke is writing about Jesus, and he's about 50, 60 years after Jesus has gone back up into heaven. And after about 50 or 60 years, Dr. Luke here realizes, I better write this down. Because if I don't write this down, we're going to tend to forget what happened. If it's not written down, it's, the story will get old, and you know how this is. There are things that have happened in your family that have been lost over the years. Some of you probably have had some really outrageous family members, five or six generations down, and you know nothing about them because the story got lost in time. And Luke says, I don't want this to happen. I want us to remember it just like what it was. And he's really, really particular about this. If you read in the first chapter of Luke, he, he writes his purpose for this book. And it's I love this first verse. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Bible. My purpose is, he's saying the purpose I'm writing this down, this is what it is. That you may know the full truth. And understand with certainty and security against error the accounts, the histories, the doctrines of the faith of which you have been informed and in which you have been orally instructed. I want you to know the truth. And. Dr. Luke writes this down, and he wants to preserve this. He has this purpose, and he says, I want you to know with all security and without error the accounts of things that have happened. I don't want you to forget, and I don't want you to lose interest. So he has set out to tell this story. And Luke was, like I said, he was a doctor. And he was a, he was a, he loved facts and he wanted to make sure, and so this is count, this is an account. It's not, oh, this is what I think what happened." Luke went, and there were people who were still alive, who were alive and remembered Jesus. They had met him, they had walked with him. They believed that Mary, Jesus' mother, was probably still alive, and that Luke got many of his accounts from her. And so he went to them, and this is from people who lived it. And he got down close to the people that that knew this and wrote all these down. And you know this, the farther you get away from the story, the more that it becomes different. So Luke said, I'm going to get to the people. Before this gets too far away, I'm going to get to the people who knew exactly what happened. And I'm going to write it down so that everybody will know exactly what happened. And I want us to remember today that people who are close to Jesus are the best people to talk about, who know the most about Him. And that's true still today. People who are close to Jesus are the best ones to tell you about Him. And parents, if you want your kids to know Jesus, you're the best person to tell them who He is. And the best person to tell Him who He is is being close to Him. And so, as as Luke does this, he makes sure that uh, he leaves all these details in there and he tells us this story about when jesus was born and the people in it are just common people people just like us people who are going to pay their taxes does that remind you of anything i picked up that stupid personal property tax thing this week and it seemed like you know we got to pay that and i was like these are people just like us Mary and Joseph, we got to go to Bethlehem. We've got to go pay the taxes. How are we going to pay the taxes? I don't know. They're living just like us. The, war, the story of God comes through his people, and, 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 and they, were, they were relating to the same things that we're relating to do. They were dealing with family issues. I don't want you to raise your hand, but let's be honest. Everybody's dealing with family issues. Everybody's got things going on or someone they know or someone that's close to them. Mary. Mary was pregnant and she hadn't been with her husband. But that's not what they thought. They're dealing with this family issue and there's people in her family that are asking questions. The The shepherds were, were out working and, and, and trying to make a living. And in verse 4 it says, the purpose is that the full truth would be said and so he leaves out, he doesn't leave out any of these things he says i want you to remember and i want you to know what the truth is and so as i read this this week and i've read this story over and over and over again i've read it hundreds of times but as i read it this week there was two verses that really stuck out to me and it was verse 10 and verse 11 of chapter 2 but the angels said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the town of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah, the Lord. And then it says that the, suddenly the heavens were filled with all these angels. And he is bringing this news. The angel is excited to tell the news. And I want us to kind of get a scope of the magnitude of the news he is saying. Because it's a big story. And what he's really saying is what Abraham, the father of our faith, what he believed in, what he could not see, what he was holding on to, what they had talked, what God had talked about for years, and he said, You're not going to see it, but that's coming. It's coming tonight. It's here. What Moses put together in the law, the, what, that, what that relationship looks like in the law, is born tonight in Bethlehem. The personification of the law is there. What Moses would never see with his eyes is there. And then he talks about the hope. All of the hope of Israel, everything that you have wanted in a Messiah, is born tonight. And he's excited. And the angels, I think, are just like, come on, can we sing? Can we sing? When do we get to sing? Because this is big. Your Savior is born, the hope of everything. The hope of you missing eternal hell is in Bethlehem tonight. You don't have to pay for your sins. The only hope you have is here. To defeat hell in the grave is born in Bethlehem tonight. And really what they're saying is, your only hope is born tonight. Do you understand that this morning? Jesus is your only hope. He's your only hope. Now we, now we look to other things. We look to money and, and alcohol and drugs and, and success and whatever else you want to look for to, to, to try to get you through life. And we look towards other things, but I've, I've got good news for you this morning. And the angels were singing about it. And what they were saying is, your only hope in all of eternity, before time and after time, in all of eternity, your only hope is born tonight in Bethlehem. And it was good news for them that night and I've got something to tell you this morning. It's good news for us. Our Savior is our only hope. The only hope that I have of making it out of this life was born that night in Bethlehem. The only hope all my kids have of ever being eternally with, Jesus, with God forever was born in Bethlehem that night. The only hope that my kids, my grandkids have In this sorry old world that we live in. The only hope they had was born that night in Bethlehem. And the angels were like, the Savior's there. Your only hope. And I think about our lives. And I think about some of the things that I know different folks are going through. Your only hope was born that night. The only hope for your family. The only hope for your addiction. The only hope for the sin in your life. The only hope for uh, salvation. The only hope for your kids. The only hope for your marriage. The only hope for your family. Your only hope there's only one hope was born that night in bethlehem and that's exciting to me that's exciting to me do you know the only hope for our community was born that night in bethlehem and this morning as we get ready to close up we always try to do a a candlelight service and things like that And that's part of the tradition that we do. But I want you to think about tonight how excited those angels were to share that hope. And and this morning, I know that many of you, this is a great and, and, and wonderful season, but there are some this morning who are going through hard times. And for you this morning, I just want to tell you, the Savior has been born. He still lives, and He's still your hope, and He's still enough, and whatever it is you face, your only hope is Him, your only hope is in Jesus, and I want you to know this morning, He's alive and well, and you've been given a candle, and if you, we've tried to get one to each family, and if you don't have one, we probably try to get you one, but we usually start down here and we'll start down here with me. And we're gonna kind of dim the lights, and I would like for us to kind of line up around the outside edges as we could. And just wait just wait just a second. Now you can go. No, I'm just joking. But I want you to think I'm going to light the candles. I'll probably try to light them around, and we'll go and we're going to sing Silent Night together. But I want you to think as we pass your light to the next person. Does anybody, did any family not get one? Because Nancy's got one. If your family didn't get one, here, come over here. Anybody else? Your family, somebody in your family, need a candle? Just raise your hand right over here, Nancy. I think I think we got one for you right there. Anybody else? And we want you to stand with your family as we do this. As you pass your light to the next person, I want you to think that I am passing that hope. The only hope... What, I, what God has given me, I want to pass on to you. And then I want us to, as we're, as we're there, I want us to think about, is there someone you know? Is there someone you know, someone you work with, maybe someone in your family who does not know Christ? And I want you to this year say, God, help me to pass that hope to them. And I want us to be praying for those folks as we sing this song together. And then at the end, we'll have the light all the way around, hopefully. So now I want you to stand. I want you to come and as you can we're gonna to try to make a circle all the way around the church. We may have too many. We may have to make a just we'll just do the best we can. I want the praise team to come and they're gonna sing we're gonna sing silent night together. Come around here guys. Here you can come around here. Yeah yeah. Okay, we're going to pass this light. uh e You and thank you for this day. Thank you for what we've been able to be a part of, for the songs that we've heard, for the new songs, for the old songs, for being with family together on this day, and for being with our church family on this day. And Father, I pray that you would help us, Father, to shine your light that you have given us to those around us. And Father, I pray that this year, as we go through this life that you've given us, that we would share the hope of our Savior, the only hope this world has. Father, I pray that you would help us to share it with the enthusiasm that the angels shared it with on that night, out in the dark, among the shepherds. And Father, help us to tell this community and our family and those around us that Jesus the Savior is born, he's alive, he's still alive, and that he is their only hope. Father, I pray that as we're with our families over the next few days, I pray that you would help us to share this hope in a way that would move on them. Father, I pray for those who are going through times of sorrow during this time. And I pray that you would undergird them and that you would be their hope during this time as well. Father, we thank you for this day and this time that we've had together. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. If you have not signed up for Come and Go Communion tonight, for Family Communion, you can still do so. And uh, that will start at 5 o'clock tonight. If you don't know what that is, uh, Cindy and I will be here. And we will serve communion, our family, with your family. And we'll serve communion, have a time of prayer. Then you may go. And then the next family will come in. There's sheets out on the front desk that you can sign up for that. Thank you so much for coming. And we pray that you have a blessed Merry Christmas. We will not have services here. On Wednesday night, because I think many people are still celebrating during that time. So we pray that you will have a wonderful Christmas with your family this year. We love you. Merry Christmas. When you blow out your candles, try not to blow wax all over everything. You can blow it on your neighbor, but don't blow it on the floor. Ken will have to clean it up. Lord bless you. You are dismissed. Thanks for coming today.